Hi, I'm Jameson Newlander, Alan Frog from The Lost Boys, and you're watching the Frog Brothers Podcast. It's refreshment time, folks. Are either one of these any good? Do you like scary movies? I don't watch movies. I have to return some videotapes. You have a TV? No. I just like to read the TV guide. Read the TV guide. Don't need a TV. The books, records, films, these things matter. Call me Shell. It's the fucking truth. Over 1,600 titles. Each for rent at just $2 the first night and only a... Television and all this invention they show shows, right? Watch a few movies, take a few notes. Okay, one channels 18, 24, 63, 187, and Welcome to the Frog Brothers Podcast with your hosts Justin and Alec. Hello and welcome to episode 100 of the Frog Bros Podcast. Wow, a hundred? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's Who would incredible. have thought you'd have been putting up with us for this long? But we're still here. In less than two years, too. Oh. 100 episodes, less than two years. And really, if you include all the bonus episodes and everything yeah. else, we're well past 100. But yeah. Some of what you are about to see and hear is explicit. Most of which. But we appreciate everyone uh, sticking around for with us this long. And if you're just joining us, welcome to the show. Appreciate you taking the time to check us out. You're welcome. Tonight, you may notice a plethora of Jurassic Park goods in front of us. Goods and services. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're fucking talking about Jurassic Park, but we'll get to that in just a little bit. Do it. First, let's do a little show and tell, shall we? A little show and tell for anybody? Do it. I forgot it growls. <laughs> I got the uh, Crypt Creepers Ecto Ghouler. I got number 37 of 50. So if you're 37? Not... 37. I know that's great. I think they did that on purpose. They know you suck a lot of deck. <laughs> On parking lots, usually. Um, what a wiener. Also got some Dixon Ticonderoga. I got some dicks. <laughs> uh, pencils. Um, this is a snakeskin jacket. These are vintage pencils. <laughs> and they're used on the proton pack. The, uh, iron, the iron oh. rod. Oh. No, not the iron rod. That's not what they use for the iron rod? It's oh. the ladder. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so that's what those are on there. So I think I might uh, make a more accurate one for mine because mine has a little Lenovo's things uh, in it and says Lenovo's instead of Dixon because they didn't want to pay what? the rights. Yeah. Fuck them. They don't even exist anymore. But I got 12 of those, so I can make plenty. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, we can't forget the uh, Jurassic Park can now. Barbasol. Chronicle Collectibles. There goes Rip. Tim. Oh. <laughs> ripped him too uh chronicle collectibles went out of business sideshow collectibles bought a lot of the jurassic park products and things they'd been working on um i did not get their version of the barbasol can but i did get this one for your paraphernalia it doesn't twist off it pops off there. but uh i think i'm gonna mod this can can you twist it can you pop it and make it look like you're twisting pop yeah, it probably twist it pull it <laughs> Doesn't come with Does a squirt shaving cream too. No, it doesn't. <gasps> That's my favorite sex music is the Bop It commercials. <laughs> but I thought this is pretty good because I've seen a bunch of these safe cans before. Bop it. And they have the newer Barbasol logo, but I found this Spit one on, on Amazon for pretty cheap. So, cool little can. little prop replica. 
fucking A, man. And fuck Tim, man, because he's down for the count. Nick, you're going to fucking knock over the T-Rex, and we all know that yeah, Tim lays on the ground a lot more than the T-Rex does. Shit, it ain't son of a bitch! I've got other stuff lately, too. I don't know what. Oh. Um, it's hard to remember sometimes. I Shit have... Uh, shows up to my house, and I'm like, oh, yeah. The only thing I purchased was uh, Paul, because uh, Walmart had it in the 374 bin, oh. and uh, I enjoy that one enough. That's the director of Superbad, but yeah. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are in it, and they they wrote it. As opposed to usually Simon Pegg writes the movie with Edgar Wright that they're in together. So this is kind of like a movie where it tricks you into thinking it's going to be something like that, but it's a little bit different, and obviously Seth Rogen's Paul. Yeah, it's a fun flick. Jason Bateman, Sigourney Weaver, Kristen Wiig, Seth Rogen, obviously Nick Frost, Simon Pegg. It's a, it's a fun little movie, and for three bucks, I was like, sure, I don't have that one. I like Aliens. Uh-oh. And then uh, this came in the mail, finally. Uh, my Sports comes. Illustrated football phone. You hit that, is it okay? It's what? You hit that with the... Oh, let me see. Looks like it is. Okay. We're a little off. This should be slid over further. Let's see. You knocked it over with your notebook, so I was afraid that you disconnected it. No, we're good. Okay. Yeah. As long as it's not just continuously jumping, when we get silent, it needs to stop jumping. Oh, we're good. Okay. But anyway... I got these in the mail, and uh, they're pretty slick. I, I enjoy these. I haven't opened them yet, but I think, you know, some of them might become part of the podcast set at some point. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we have a lot of wires yeah, hanging around they can grab onto. Yeah, pull your wires. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to add these on my OnlyFans. These are going to be the definitely the faces when they're looking at my... Hmm. What is massive to them <laughs> penis. Anyway. Have them hugging your dong and climbing it? Oh, is that going to be on your OnlyFans? Or giving it that face, the ooh... Hopefully you're watching some of this for the gratuity. Yeah, the annoying... Uh... Gratuitous, not <clears throat> gratuity. I'm like thinking... Like but leave some us. gratuity. Yeah, leave gratuity on us only On the fans. Patreon. Speaking of, if you're listening to this, join our Patreon. Uh, it's it's new. There's some exclusive There's good links on our social media for it. For and a probably mere. in the... Uh, we're going to add it to this episode's description and every episode now moving on. So For tree 50. 300 cents a month. It's Can three whole dollars. What? No, we're just doing three. It's going to be three bucks, right. and we're going to do uh, commentaries, at least one a month, but we're going to try to do maybe two a month, I think. It's really not that bad. There's no prep. It's just the time that we take to record it. That's the good thing about commentaries. There's no prep for it, I noticed. You know? You just set up and yep. fucking go. Yeah, so you'll get some commentaries that'll be exclusive to the Patreon tier, and some behind-the-scenes content, too, just us setting up, or just have whatever other kind of Our first commentaries, I think we can tell people, just to lure them in, the first one we recorded was uh, Ghostbusters oh. from 1984. You're gonna be surprised by which we're chosen. <laughs> yeah, I bet you can't guess the second one. What's the second one? The Lost Boys. So, uh, you know, those are our, our, our bread and butter, as we like to call them. Those are the logo movies. Uh, so, we're going to do more going on forward, uh, or, you know, probably our big hits. You know, we're going to do some Back to the Future. We'll do a Jurassic Park at some point. We'll do Scream. We'll do, uh, you know, fuck, I don't know, Nightmare on We'll do Twister. Yeah, we're not doing, and we're not doing commentaries in the way that a lot of people will try to, like, overly come at you with facts and other stuff. Like, that's the we, director's commentary. We, we come commentary. about the facts that we kind of know about it. This is a fact-free podcast. Uh, definitely not. No, we're not. We just... spewed out a lot of fucking facts, but we're not just trying to do that. We're trying to give our personal perspective on it too, and just ramble on 
yeah, about what about we, do. we Sometimes we sometimes get off topic, we talk too. about things that have nothing to do with Like in Lost Boys, we, you know, talked about a lot of clothes. But yeah. uh, you'll have to go pay us $3 to listen to that. And if you do, by March 15th, you'll be entered in a contest, uh, a drawing. Drawings. A drawing, if you will. Uh, the drawing, you see, in the drawing, you will be entered to win a set. A set, that's right, two of the uh, World's Fair New York Flushing Meadows coins. It's okay, I've got another one at home. And we're making sure you can have one on your person at all times and one at home safe. Mm-hmm. You can give it to someone when you think they're going to die. Yeah. Two turtle doves. Exactly, that's what I think of. Every time I think of a pair of them, I'm just thinking Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. You can go find a homeless woman in New York who's covered in pigeons and give it to her. Yeah, surprisingly, for all the pigeons she has, she's not covered in shit. So fucking props to her for managing that so well. Yeah. Fucking movie magic, man. I love it. True. Hey, so there's some news we got to talk about here. So do we want to get into the gloomy world part first, or we wanted to get into the fun shit? Bad news first. Yeah, bad bad news news first, first, because... Then I can be positive afterwards. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff going around, and if you follow any of the Ghostbusters groups, you'll see a lot of groups are posting the uh, the Ukrainian soldier with the Ghostbusters the Ukrainian patch. soldier with the Ghostbusters logo. It's not a regular Ghostbusters logo. It's probably the Commie Busters patch. They were big in the late '80s. They're a thing. You can find vintage ones for sale online through Etsy, eBay, whatever else. So. It's not just that they love Ghostbusters as their favorite movie and they're wearing it on their patch. I get the solidarity around that, but uh, you kind of need to know the facts and circumstances around that before you just look like a uncultured swine. <laughs> and that kind of leads us into that topic of, holy shit, I hope World War Three doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm going to watch Red Dawn. Basically. Um, Both versions? I actually like... The remake, but not like all the way through. Okay. Like about that's 75% fair. of it's pretty entertaining for what it is. Chris Hemsworth and Josh Peck do a pretty decent job of holding their own. They are certainly no Patrick Swayze and Charlie Sheen, but oh. uh, the thing is that the, the original one, everybody dies. All those characters basically died. Maybe two are left at the end, but it, it's pretty ambiguous whether or not they die, I think. And I think they just die, so. And the other one, everybody lives! Yeah, that's kind of... It's yeah, lame. They don't and they the, slowly die they off do these endings in the other one. Like, not just, you know, all at the end, all of a sudden. Or With all this going on, though, it's legit, like, keeps you up at night bullshit going Wolverines! On. That's, that's our vibe here. Yeah. For the Ukrainians. So we're hoping uh, they, they handle that well, and... They seem to be so far, but... You know, it just fucking sucks in general. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people dead already that didn't need to be dead. And, uh, you know, we're not here to, you know, get all political on you. We 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 just don't hold back our political opinions, but it doesn't mean we're a political podcast. We're not about to spend an hour on this, but we figured we'd at least mention it. It is news, and it's a big thing that a lot of people are worrying about. We're all kind of a little... If you're feeling anxious and you're worried about it and it's on your mind and you're thinking of every worst-case scenario that could possibly happen... Don't worry, you're not alone, because it's fucking terrifying to some degree. But we're going to go back to our regularly scheduled... Well, real quick, just at the end of that, I want a quick bulletin on that for you. A, um, I've already decided my apocalypse situation, but I'm throwing this out there now. If you have a motorcycle, and you think, maybe if the world ends, I'd eat people, then I have a motorcycle gang for you to join 
if this becomes nuclear winter. Um, you'll probably need to stop by the local sex shop instead of, you know, maybe the grocery store or the gun store, but that's fine. Mm. Uh, you can need a BDSM outfit, basically. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. he's got to get, uh, get your leather clothes. Yeah, pretty much. And well, a motorcycle some. of some sort. I don't have a motorcycle, but I'll find one. Stop, like, that's just the you stop by the Harley contingency plan. Store and get some chaps. And, uh, you know, I just don't feel like starting to eat animals again, and I might have to do some well, eating of something be for the apocalypse. And probably hunting you. Well, so are the humans. But yeah. that's what I plan to be. I'm going to be a mutated cannibal man. Maybe I'll grow a six-foot dick and have to <laughs> wheelbarrow. <laughs> you got a wheelbarrow something? <laughs> the hills have Alec is basically <laughs> what this is going to be. <laughs> the hills have Alec. That's a movie we need to make. Actually, I really want to do that now. Just splice myself into that movie. <laughs> As a random character, shit. yeah, just breathing. Fake. Just doing weird shit. That's yeah. a fuck that movie, though. I was going to say, on that note, we return to our regularly scheduled programming of nonsense, and Alec has already done that for us, so thank you, sir. I yes, appreciate get, it. I, I need this motorcycle gang to be successful, so, you know, spread the word, and we will strike fear into the hearts of everyone. So, late-breaking news, Plan B, Brad Pitt's movie company has supposedly... I talking about the uh, morning-after pill. That, too. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how what, what his uses for that are. My butt can't get pregnant. Let's just say that. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> At least it, it hasn't yet, anyway. <laughs> no, I was going to say, uh, it's acquired the rights, supposedly, to Beetlejuice 2. That's kind of breaking news on Deadline and Screen Rant, so... Take that as you will for that, for the news, but uh, Winona Ryder and Michael Keaton have reportedly signed on, so obviously this is as long gestating a sequel as just about any out there. They talked about it a couple different times, I remember, so it's been just baited over the years. It seems like every five years this one comes up. It's not like they don't have Dan Aykroyd out there, like, selling it, like... Gee, boy, I want to do a Teenage Beetlejuice movie. Yeah. Gee, as I, I'd really like to see Beetlejuice go to Hawaii and go surfing, man. I could really uh, imagine. He'd probably drink some vodka there. He'd probably drink some skull vodka while he's surfboarding around a town. You Maybe know. he sees a UFO, you know. I don't know. Maybe I he's mean, on a Canadian uh, motorcycle in the woods. Uh, you know, who knows? Exactly. So that's kind of what I'm expecting there. Hopefully that happens. I would love to see that. You know, Greg Sestero's uh, scouting film locations for his UFO movie. I know. I saw, love it. saw photos of that. He's in White Sands. Yes, that that's pretty amazing. cool. That's pretty cool too. Um, Stranger- we interviewed him. If you haven't checked it out, you should go check that out. Stranger Things four is going to be released in two parts, May twenty seventh and July first. That's kind of old news. Fin- finally got a date on that though, and uh, the dates, yeah, is what we finally have. And then the Chucky two teaser poster dropped today. Yeah, that's cool too. I'm I'm down that show. I fucking loved it. Did you guys ever watch the whole thing? Or yeah, I finally finished it. It's great. I love the way it ended. I think it's. it's- Close to being one of my favorite Chucky things. Like, oh, that's not saying a lot. Well, it's not, but yeah. like, I like Bright of Chucky, and a lot of people think it's fucking trash after that, or they hate, you know, they only like the first three. Yeah. Well, it gives you one of those things. You get character development outside of those other people that Chucky's interacting with, right? Because Chucky's hilarious on his own, and I'd love to see more of that other character development around him. So I think that's going to work. They did lots of interesting things in this one, and it just did it for me. So. I mean, I think we're at that point in time, though, where, where the streaming model has given people the opportunity to, like, hey, maybe we don't need another tentpole film for this. Maybe we can do something different and actually do some character development, do those things. So I'm I'm excited about where that Please, can Please, somebody see this 
and let's get Robert England in a miniseries now before, before you, know, you know it's, it's too, too late. late. Yes. He could still do it, and I bet he would do it one last time. Like, now, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you don't have to do a movie, even. Hey, do a miniseries. When he came on the Goldbergs and did the Freddy, that was fucking glorious. So let's never discount that. That was a good callback there. That's most of my news for the day, though, really, besides the world possibly ending a nuclear war, China invading Taiwan, possibly, and pretty much that's it Might the batman died, comes out this week though i'm uh, gonna see that on thursday probably we gotta, we gotta watch that before the apocalypse i really just need to watch that before it gets fucking spoiled well we saw ghostbusters mm. afterlife so i can get to the mm. apocalypse but honestly <laughs> you could have killed me beforehand <laughs> my opinion that was better, better than <laughs> 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 we still had high hope exactly i was more way more hopeful not to say anything, you know, negative, but I definitely was like... It's not the worst legend. Uh, I can, I'm i far enough away at this point, I can be like, eh, you know, I like it. And I'm definitely going to watch the shit out of it. I still like all the things I bought from it, collected it. Some of the experiences were the best of my life. Yeah, enjoyed the merchandising. Fun times, fun hype. Finally yeah. a third in the series. I get all that. It was fun going to the theater. But I just can't, I won't ignore the faults as all. Well. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are still riding that high, like at the top of. They're like, "Oh, there's nothing wrong with this movie." They got like, snubbed by the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, that's not the case. I'm sorry. It's a good film. It's fun. It <laughs> when quenches people... the thirst, but it's not like that life changing, yeah. life shattering movie that it had potential to be. But that's not to say that that's also unrealistic expectations by a lot of people. Well, so. that struck a nerve. Anyway, somebody's pissed off listening to this. <laughs> oh, I guarantee it, because there's people out there that Don't are like, break. Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. And you're like, no. I have a strong psychic, psychic. belief <laughs> that someone listening to this is super pissed off. But hey, yeah. your opinion, Don't throw your my phone. opinion. Don't throw your phone. We didn't tell you to change your opinion. I just told you mine. Keep listening. Actually, go subscribe to the Patreon. Let us know how much you hate us. Yeah. So, uh, what are we going to do here? The, Let's you wanna... do this top five. Top five. Five. All right. Well, let me get to my musical section. Hell's and yeah! Then Play the James. I will stop mm. uh, yeah. delaying <laughs> and hit the button. This is top five. This is top five. Top five. We haven't done one of these in a minute, and uh, it's hundredth episode though, so come on. Yeah, we gotta gotta do the classics. We gotta go old school here with this one. And I feel like we may have done this at some point before, but we're gonna do it anyway. No, I searched the all of them. I searched the database. There was no top five Jim Carrey movies. Well, we're doing top five Jim Carrey movies today. Spoiler alert: Nick said it like nonchalant, and then Alec Mm -hmm. had to like come in with some pizzazz and be like, "Yeah, Jim Carrey movies." Jim Carrey. I could see our mascot booger in the other room, and he was wiggling his ears, all heroic and majestic, looking at our weird cartoon radio. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Is this the vomit scene from Team America: World Police, where like where it goes on so long that it? Stops being funny and then they're gets funny turn it again. Off. They're gonna turn us off. Yeah, no, they're not. I had to mute that motherfucker. Yeah, 
Luckily, he's still in luckily the Luckily, they want to hear our top five Jim Carrey movies. All right, number five. Lungs of steel when you smoke the weed. weed. Number five, Nick. What's your number five Jim Carrey flick? This is... Number five is the least like Smoke right? weed every day. I put Ace Ventura when nature calls. That's a fair. That's fair. Gotta love that oh. Ace Ventura. Hmm. Number five was the toughest one for me. Um, I ended up saying Man on the Moon. Pretty good. Forgot about that one, too. That's a good one. That's good. Pretty. But the fucked up thing <laughs> about that one, that. <laughs> it's almost just the behind-the-scenes documentary about Jim Carrey becoming that character in that movie that really works for me. So to me, Pretty. it's twofold with that documentary and... Pretty. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he was annoying behind the scenes, right? And well, yeah, there's a documentary about it on Netflix. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, he too. basically became the yeah. character and was just an asshole. And I'm now having trouble thinking of that guy's name, which I, Andy Kaufman, I love him. Yeah. Um, he's hilarious in that the weird taxi shit that I've watched about his. Uh, I've been meaning to re- just rewatch that whole show. I haven't ever seen it all the way through. I've seen random episodes, you know. But there's a lot of good cast members good. in that. There you go. Completed it for you. What's your number five, Alec? My number five is Ace Ventura. The first one? Pet Detective. Okay, that's fair. I figured I had to include it. As a kid, I watched this. I wore this shit out on VHS. So just be a disservice not to include it. Number four, It started it all for him. I put me, myself, and Irene. Which I forgot about until you guys reminded me. Why are you peeing like you had sex? <laughs> Let me flop that thing. Price check on Vegaclean, aisle 12. Well, she'll be eating blubber as soon as I free Willie. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter? A little too much cheese in the taco? That's such a fucked up movie. Like, the jokes are so raunchy in it. I haven't seen Somebody's baking a loaf of bread, and it smells like sourdough. Yeah, there's just so many in there. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my number four is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Love that movie. As depressing as it is, it's like a really good performance. I, I only watched it when it first came out on home video, so I need to... I saw it, it in again. theaters, and I've seen it a bunch since. I haven't watched it in a while, because like I said, it's a depressing movie, but i got to be in a certain mental headspace to view that one, so I don't throw off my like vibe. My number four is uh, Eternal Sunshine. It wasn't an X-File. <laughs> it was Eternal Sunshine. Um, yeah. That's another one. I can't watch this one a soup uh, like a lot either because it's fucking so depressing and it gets me. But uh, I love it. I need to watch it's it again really with my 38 year old mind. It's still dark, man. What um, year did it come out? Oh one, oh three. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, I think oh well, three maybe. I was still barely an adult. So. Well, young. You're still well. You still barely act like an adult, but I guess legally, that's all of us. I was, I was <laughs> if you look at our toy collection, I was like, barely grown, legal. Man. Now I'm fully legal. It's fine though. It's fine. We got three? Yeah, number three. Cable guy. That's my number three as well. very hated at the time. I think it came out by a lot of people. Like, this isn't this isn't Dumb and Dumber. Directed by Ben Stiller. Black Jack in there. I love how dark it is compared to some of his other stuff at the time, right? Jack Black. For him, like, that was one of the first... Did he say Black Jack? <laughs> Black Jack. I, said Black... I didn't even think twice about it. <laughs> There's a gambling guy in this. There's a... <laughs> and Leslie Mann... Right. Yeah, you, you do see how this might make us look bad, right? It doesn't make anyone look bad besides me looking <laughs> ignorant, so I accept accountability for that. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> well, my number three is The Truman Show. That's a good one. Um, I saw that at the theater. 
Jim Carrey, man, in this movie, it's top fucking notch. Like, it's wonder that this isn't my number one, honestly. I'm kind of rethinking that right now. But uh, it might be, actually. But it's either way, it's listed in my number three spot right now, so that's what we're going with. Fair enough. It was kind of prophetic a little bit. Because that was kind of before all the all the reality shows. Well, he shows, did two of those TV movies, basically. Cable Guy and Truman Show. Mm-hmm. They're both TV-centric, very much centric. So, What's your number two, Nick? Uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Very fascinating. The first one. Hmm. Good call. You're stoned out of your mind, man. My number two is Dumb and Dumber. That's a fucking amazing film. And... You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> I never get tired of that one. So that's my number two. My number two is Cable Guy. Cable Guy. It fucking hits home, man. <laughs> it's like emotional <laughs> somehow for me because well, I'm also deranged from TV and well, fucked like, up home life. We're not going to lie. Like our, The TV was our babysitter lots of times, right? More than that. Well, why do you think we fucking love movies so much? Because we're like, here, go watch a movie and leave me alone. The TV was my babysitter, <laughs> my lover... Your parents. My father and my brother. My sister and my dog. Because I pet the TV. I don't know where I'm going. Because <laughs> I pet Was the TV. Was that for the sister or the dog? Don't. That's enough. No. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> What's your number one, Nick? Dumb and Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Why is that number one? It's a Fairly Brothers movie. It's a road trip movie, and fuck it. It's got a lot of stupid humor, and it's got the shagging wagon. It's also my number one. I think it's just Jim Carrey at like peak performance of weird. And no other it's movie good. does two men freeze together from urine. <laughs> well, my number one is Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Yeah, it's, I struggle with. Number one and two on that. That's an easy one. So as a child. kid, like... Our fucking <laughs> that was time perfect. You said, as a kid, and I said, a child. <laughs> uh, our family always wanted to watch Ace Ventura When Nature Calls, which is a funny sequel, but I just don't like that as much as the first one. The first one has enough other stuff in there. The first one's better. I, I'd compliment it for being different. Yes, It wasn't it like a carbon copy. It, yeah, no, they did good. That it's was like, the, it's... It's one of those ones that's right up there with it, and it is hard to say which one's really better, but I think the first one's just a slight notch above it. The first one has enough people like playing kind of straight roles that it works. You know, like the Dan Marino cameo is great in it. Um, well, everybody's pretty straight other than Ace, right? We get the Ghostbusters librarian is Ray Finkel's bomb. Hmm. And Ace is out. Dan Marino should Would die like of gonorrhea and burn in hell. I mean, there's so many quotable lines in that, and it's just such an absurd like concept. You, take your pants off instead. you also have Mary Linney as the psychiatrist. Oh, oh yeah. Alrighty then. No, Jim Carrey's got some great stuff in there, and like you look at the list, there's so many things you could mention. Bruce Almighty. Yeah, my honorable mentions are. <laughs> he mentions one. Batman <laughs> Forever. Uh, he, oh, I mean, honestly, I he's great in that. Yeah. It's cartoony as fuck, and he's wild, and it. I didn't even think of that. I still wouldn't put. He's it in the my best top. part of that movie. Liar, liar is great. Yes, man. Yeah, liar, is liar would probably be okay. six for me. Um, I like the mask. I didn't put me myself and Irene on my list. And the, the Grinch. The Grinch is solid. Grinch is good. I saw that at the theater also. Same. 
Uh, you know what? One just doesn't hold up well for me, though, that you think a lot of people have the mask. The mask is just... I enjoy it, so... It's fun, but it's not one of those that I'm like, ooh, I need to watch the mask. Like, it, if it, it comes on... It doesn't hold up for me as an adult as much, I think, compared to the other ones. I still like it. it to me, yeah. it almost feels like... Um, a little bit like Who Framed Roger Rabbit with some of the animation style and, mm. and stuff, yeah, theatrics no, in it. But I don't, yeah, but I don't think it holds up to that level of, of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I mean, I still like it, but it's just one of those that just didn't make the list because. God, you're gonna make me do this. <laughs> Fuck yeah, That's dude! Like my voice been cracking all day. I was talking to somebody at work and you I did it like three me? times, and someone's like, "Are you, right ahead, are you okay?" Feel any better? He's going through manopause. <laughs> manopause. Andrew pause. Andrew pause. Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. <laughs> just clicking button. No, that makes sense because his voice squeaked. Yeah, his body can't cash the check. <laughs> My voice just cracks. Discriminatory pricks. Yeah. All right. All so right, good top five, everybody. Good, uh, good times, good times. You uh, want to take a shower? Mm-hmm. You know oh, I'm in if you want to go first. Me pulling a can off some moron's fist. Return of the Jedi. Did you see Alien? When that uh, creature was in that guy's stomach? <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You ever seen that really old movie? Uh, Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony. Welcome to Retro Release Rubios. The year is 1993. Is it? Have I been... Traveled through time? Yes, you have. Good. So I'm fucking done with this shit. Good. I need yeah. to be a baby again. I have pulled your blood from the mosquito of... <laughs> Send me back to 1993 so I can kill myself then. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you died inside Amber. <laughs> Who's Amber? Poor girl. <laughs> that sounds kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm down with that. I, I just died in your arms tonight and your, your Amber tonight. Must have been something to say. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Uh, that's a choice. That's a take. That is, uh, that is that. Jurassic Park. So there's some controversy around Jurassic Park. Is there's there? no feathers. No, not that. And certain dinosaurs lived millions of years apart and didn't actually coexist. Well, um, Alan Grant is way older than Ellie Sattler. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's not it. He's like 18 years older than her or some shit. Well, he's got a... I don't know exactly the numbers. Bermuda, that that he's got to give himself a call. No, it's just funny. Girl. It's something you don't notice as a kid. How no, Like, they do this in movies all the time, where it's like a young actress in her 20s and an old dude in his 40s or 50s even. It's always like Like that, b- yeah. Bond movies. But yeah. that motherfucker, Sam Neill, is aged like a goddamn fine wine. Oh, Have you let seen me get his... my Viagra. Have you seen him in the fucking trailers of Dominion? And you're like, damn... Yeah, I would still fuck him. Yeah, his hair's a little whiter, but that's about it. Mm. He's got got that fluffy white Santa Claus beard. The controversy is that Michael Crichton allegedly... Wait, I know the controversy. Dodson is a pedophile. Oh, the real-life Dodson is a pedophile. That's why he's been recast in the new movie. Yeah. With, wait, with a, with a different. Wait, product. probably don't, don't don't say the word again. Don't say it again. I don't think we're probably supposed to. Oh, uh, pro- yeah. You two will probably be pissed at us for saying that. I'm, I'm, I bleep it, but it's the p word. I need to remember that. We'll use a bleep word. it. They replaced him with another person who you don't know is the man the that played Dodson is not allowed within a certain footage of schools. That is a man's head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, the, there's there's some controversy that Michael Crichton ripped off the concept for the 
genetically engineered dinosaurs, which from what? Uh, it's another book, I believe. Oh. So obviously, it didn't do as well. It's really fucking hard to find. It's out of print. So, hmm. yeah, I'm but it right now. That's like a very basic part of the premise, though. It was he didn't rip it off from a dinosaur book, right? I mean. No, it was genetically your dinosaurs in another book. Also, oh, okay. Carnosaur well, was part. written before Jurassic Park. Is that what you're talking about? But yeah, that's it. I was having a hard time remembering. Carnosaur was turned into a movie that came out after Jurassic so, Park. But the other one didn't sell very well, so he we figured he could. Basically, or maybe it was yes. written before Jurassic Park. I can't remember what it is. No, it was. If it came Carnosaur, out, Carnosaur, the book I don't know came if it was out. published first or not. I can't remember now, but the other book was written first, and the movie came out afterwards because after Jurassic Park was adapted, then they they went with that route. I need to get those movies. And isn't there a dinosaur video game that's kind of like that same kind of concept? Very much Resident Evil, but... Turok? No, not Turok. It was something else. I'm forgetting it right now anyway. That's besides the point. But, uh... People bought the rights to the movie for this, obviously. Steven Spielberg wanted to make this a movie. Spielsberg. Spielsberg wanted to make this a flick. Oh, Spielsy boy. Started negotiating, I believe, in 91 to get the rights to this. And then they had a couple of takes on the book, or the adaptation. Michael Crichton helped write several of those, but he did not help write the final draft. Obviously, there's some pretty big changes from the book to the flick, but we're going to get into it. The flick. Of I want to hear about that, because I never read the book. Are you fucking serious? Do you know how to read? Mm-hmm. Except I know how to read. Even if I didn't, I could get the audio book. Yeah, so you say, you know, they make up books on tape. Right <laughs> yeah. He's even got the audio book. Mm-hmm. Vintage copy. Found out a... Well, I've seen the movie. What do I need to read a book for? Um, the book is much fucking darker. I'll be like, I already know what's going to happen. The dinosaurs kill more people? Yes. And, and there's... Gratuitous the, ways? Well, the deaths are described do, very gruesome. Like, Dennis Nedry is fucking horrifying, do man. kids die? A yes. baby dies at the very fucking what? beginning of the book. Babies I'm are eaten by right. dinosaurs out of well, cribs need, and shit. By compies in Costa Rica. Human babies? Costa Rica. Get eaten by dinosaurs? Compies, Gr- yes. Grant's like me. I'll just read the He's a digger. Though. Grant, you'll never get in out of Montana. <laughs> so I've got some Ghostbusters notes in my Jurassic Park notes. <laughs> Mostly because anything that reminds me of that, I'm like, ding, da, ding, da, ding. Fuck it. Gonna write it down. This movie opens up, though. And you forget, like every time I watch, I kind of forget that it opens up with a little bit of a scary spot. Yeah, I don't I remember the opening when I watched it. Really? You haven't seen this a lot? Mm-mm. God damn. Not in a long time either. The sound in this movie is fucking next level. I need to get store. a good surround system in a it's house like a sometime because, yeah, this, this is a movie that needs turned up and like need something. A, and you need a 4K TV. And a eh. PlayStation. I can do, I can deal with just the DVD, man. That's why I collect them. As you can tell, I can also well, deal with just VHS. It's got improved sound too, right? It's not just video quality, right? Uh, depends. 4K, no. I think, just has the same full uncompressed audio file. No it depends audio on the. With it? it depends on what they're pressing to it and stuff, oh. and what they've done. And they may things. have some other multi-channel mixes available on oh. a 4K, but neither here nor there. We're talking yeah. Jurassic Park, but we get to see Muldoon right at the beginning. Pretty fucking terrifying, because we get to see somebody die. Yeah, this is a scene that's like, you know how automated the park is? And yet they still are like, gatekeeper! How, how, how 
Let have this dude get up here. Which is an obvious reference to Ghostbusters. Gatekeeper. How did the gate connect to the track? I wouldn't call it a reference. I know, but it's just a... Yeah. Joffrey opened the gate. And his name's actually Joffrey. I thought Muldoon just had a weird, like his like Australian accent was... Yeah, like... And you think he's... Yeah. No, it's actually Joffrey, so... Joffrey. Don Rudy. Game of Thrones fans, you might recognize that name. I watched the first season and a little of the second. No, I'm good. Yeah. He gets fucked up, man, and then Taser's gone wild is my next note. Because Shoot her! Everyone tased the fuck There's out of that. Of Shoot her! And this is the story that I'm assuming he talks about. We had eight. We bred eight, and then this one came in and killed off all but two of the others. Yeah. And so, yeah, this one came in. They should all be destroyed, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. The water scene fade, though. It's terrifying. Shoot her! Shoot her! Yeah. That was always spooky as a kid, and I love the guy who looks in there with the mustache and, like, the mullet with the helmet on. may not even be a mullet. It may just be long hair, but it looks like a mullet with a helmet on, you know? Mm-hmm. Hilarious. And then Janeiro shows up, getting pulled in, and he basically explains the concept of the whole fucking rest of the movie to us. Like, we need these people to come in and... They need Alan Grant. They want Alan Grant. Grant, you'll never get Grant out of Montana right now. Some good lines in there, yeah. Yeah, the music's already, like, like interesting and cool as fuck, too. The score's great. Yeah, and you see them, you get to see that first Amber and Mosquito thing, like, all the stuff they set you up for before you really kind of understand it. Yeah. Really well-fucking-made movie. The, and then everyone's all speaking in very grown-up terms. It's all very scientific. It's very educational as far as what's going on. Like, as a kid, you don't stop and think, like, oh, the dialogue's fucking amazing. It's very existential in like I did as a kid playing God <laughs> yeah you didn't even read the book I yet, was in so. advanced classes yeah advanced <laughs> classes you're three years behind it's fine so so I didn't take shit for notes on this I can just recall things but how, how does, what scene are we talking about here how does like the, the jeeps uh, connect to the tracks they don't ever show that there's a big floppy dildo that connects mm-hmm. them in the book they're uh, land rovers they don't not on a track. Nope. You're a Land Rover. Well, they're electric on the track. I mean, it's all described in there, but you got to read for that. So. It's kind of a ride. Sorry, it's kind of a ride. <laughs> and Hammond's a real cunt in the book too. It's kind of a cunt in real life. I mean, I mean, he's a he, one his, percenter. So his personality isn't as cunty, yeah, but how much yeah. Money that guy has. I don't know. A lot. He's a point five percenter. He's an ass. Yeah. So. We cut to the bones and the brushes in the Badlands, which is a nice introduction to these characters, right? You get to see them working in their field and their expertise. And then we automatically see that Grant is hesitant of technology by the bullet shot down in there for the sonograph of the bones. A few more years, well, we won't even need a dig. Well, what's the fun of that? Like, he's really... That was a weird impression, but yeah, that's that's the line. <laughs> I just did two just fucking like people him. talking like nonsense. <laughs> like he sounded like a, like a British guy. <laughs> Well, Sam Neill's not American. So I know. He's Irish. Know. He's New... Isn't he a New Zealander? No, he's Northern Ireland. Fuck, I don't know. Don't look at me. Sam Neill's Northern Ireland. He's not American, I'll tell you that. America. Fuck, fuck yeah. no. He's like Pierce Brosnan. Don't you hear that similar accent? Mm, no. They have a very similar... Pierce is a little thicker, I think. But... Maybe I'd want to come over here and suck my god. 
Then they get to fucking scare the shit out of that little kid. Sam Neill was almost Bond. If you wanted to scare him, you could have pulled a gun on him. <laughs> There's two different dialogues happening. He's just I want to talk about literally, James Bond now. He's just like making a factoid <laughs> or a statement. And then you're doing the podcast like notes and moving forward. And it's no, it's fucking great. I'm yeah, I'm just it. ignoring him and going down well, my nose. Put me in one channel and then Justin and, you know. Ellie Sattler has like the OG dad joke in a movie. And so they go inside there. Uh, for children, she's like, well, "Children, what are children?" She's like, "They're small versions of adults." It's one of those little jokes that you just I appreciate so much more now. What was the joke? <laughs> Fuck you! No, I don't remember the joke. I'm, I'm not sure. fucking repeating it. <laughs> oh, you said it. Take the dick out of your ears and listen up. You said the joke. What are kids? Small versions. Oh, of I didn't know if that was the joke. Jesus or Christ! I said it was a fucking dad joke by Ellie Sattler. Uh, what are you doing? With really, What's in Mexico? That was a really bad. Joke. <laughs> Mexicans. <laughs> uh, my stomach hurts, really? and I can't tell if it's from laughing or just because I'm well, you dying. Ate a, you ate a whole row of party Oreos. I ate like five. Like seriously, maybe five. So that's not why. Wow, I ate a whole row. Of... <laughs> oh, you're gonna. Well, damn. During the. Uh... Commentary on Boss Boys. Boss Boys. On the and you're still, well, on you're the, still working on, on your Patreon. soda, so your diabetes shouldn't be kicking in just yet. Yeah, I drank my soda slow. Hey, who's the jerk? Hammond comes in and just a fucking prick. But he's delightful. It's a pleasure to finally meet you. Well, you, you skipped over Sam Neill and that little boy. Well, I talked about it. It's just not that exciting. Isn't he's it? just a dick to him. She's like, if you wanted to scare him, you could have pulled a gun on him. I said that line. You just weren't How listening. He takes that fucking claw. Slash at you here, or here, or maybe across the oh, belly. Yeah. But the point is, that little boy played uh, you hard. One guy when he starts to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> that little boy. Oh, played, <laughs> that little boy played Frazier's son on the TV show Frazier. <laughs> uh, Nick's doing the, it again. <laughs> play the thanks, Dad. He's just trying to get distracted here. <laughs> that was a factoid that a lot of people don't know. Everything you're doing is bad. <laughs> I want you to know <laughs> this. That's the wrong button. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. He's in this movie. And we get Dodson and Nedry. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. This scene right here, man. I sell you what. Nedry was in Seinfeld. I will crush your thumbs dust. Nedry, man. <laughs> Dodson! Dodson! We got Dodson here! See, See no nobody cares. cares. Oh my I love god, that. he gets so excited over the... It's those little lines of dialogue, too, it's that you're not scene. always paying attention to. I've and never, I've never seen someone so excited for something. The one line that he says is like, you know, don't get cheap on me, Dotson. <laughs> and then he like, is I'm always paying attention to Dotson getting his billfold out to pay it, or like looking at the check, and then under his breath he kind of mutters, that was, that was Hammond's mistake. And I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, I've always noticed that, yeah. Well, at least in my like adult viewings. Yeah, it's just one of those lines. I guess I'm not paying super close attention to it, so I'm like, oh yeah. He's also, having you. the captions on, huh? Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah. I love the pure childlike delight. Like, did they the show child. him the can that actually has the shaving cream <laughs> on it on set? Because I wouldn't have told him what it was. I'd have just had him like really do that because he's so giggly. Reaction is oh, perfect. Great. Yeah, he's perfect there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then he, fuck, a regular armental, <laughs> and he wipes it on the fucking cake, like, who are you gonna feed, or the pie, who are you gonna feed that to, yourself? And, I, like, you look at him, you're like, well, maybe he is gonna eat it, I don't know. But they fat shame the fuck out of Nedry in this movie. Really? Yeah, Hammond does. 
Where's Nedry? Check the vending machines. No, he <laughs> said he was going to the vending machines, though. Yeah, he did. He said, yeah. Does anyone else want a soda or whatever? Because, uh, you know, I was going to, the, I was going to go to the vending machines. Yeah, and, uh, I was going to get a soda. To get, get, get I need something salty. Oh, I, yeah, I finished uh, de- de- debugging all those yeah, uh, the computers at the, 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 the phones. The phones are the phones. Yeah. Like, so he is so cool. good in this, though, man. You forget, like, he's one of those side characters. Man, my voice is out of control. I can't help it. You need like a steroid injection. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> holy shit! Yeah, holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't wait to listen back to that. <laughs> Jeeps 18 and 25. It's like Peter Brady in what the Brady movies. <laughs> <laughs> we can't forget Ian Malcolm, though. The intro to Ian Malcolm yeah. is pretty much perfect. Every I bring the scientist, you bring the rock star. <laughs> so you two, uh, you two, uh, take up dinosaurs. <laughs> it's perfect. I mean, you really get a sense of that this man's eccentric as fuck. Yeah, and, and, he is. and a sex master. Oh, I mean, that's already fucking given. Just look at him. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> him and Kiefer Sutherland, man. Uh, I love how Ellie is like looking at this plant. As she's driving along in this Jeep, and she's like, this shouldn't be here. And yeah, she's looking at a leaf and fucking a dinosaur. Alan Grant's like, you dumb bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Looks up, and he, like, grabs her head and has to show her, like, the fucking dinosaur in front of her. Yeah. But they don't notice Good the stuff. hundred dinosaurs. But she's a paleobotanist, so that makes sense that she's interested in the plant life. Mm-hmm. She's like, I wonder if you can smoke this and get high. <laughs> That's a damn fine question. It might just be me wondering that. That, that, Uh, Ellie Sattler is you. That is who you are. You can be who you want to be in this movie. I should do an Ellie Sattler cosplay. Fuck yeah, why not? People people gender bend cosplays all the time. Eat that shit up. Dye your hair blonde. And by that shit, I mean my ass. That's on Alex OnlyFans. I'm going to do the. Not on our Patreon. I do exclusively Laura Dern. Cosplays for my OnlyFans. So, I love how fucking fast De Niro flips his script as soon as he's on the island. We're gonna make a fortune, and people will pay it. <laughs> I'm sorry, we charge whatever we want. But I'm gonna have to say goodnight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> These aren't credit cards. <laughs> you forget he's in planes, trains, and automobiles, man. I just get these weird thoughts in my head, and I just want to splice dialogue for characters when I watch this shit so many times. Mm-hmm. Just get weird with it. Mr. DNA. I'm gonna Mr. get a Mr. DNA. Mr. DNA. Oh. Where did you come from? From your blood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need to get that as just a sound clip. From your blood. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please do it. Uh, Mr. DNA is great. That whole sequence is great. And then Hammond goes on about this music's only temporary. We're gonna have you know, basically explains it. He's not being a cheapskate, but it's it's not done. How how do you interrupt the cellular mitosis? Stops the ride. Is this a dad joke? No, it's an obscure line I like. Just one of those like quiet ones that you're not meant to really fully understand, but it is a real like thing he's talking about. But it's funny to me. Sure hurts my ass. Just like I've got a gas-powered jeep, I can drop her off at the visitor center. (laughs) Yeah, he's gonna drop her off at the visitor center. Yeah, he is. No, so we get to meet Henry Wu and all that, and then John Hammond comes in acting like he's there for every birth. All the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park are female. We've engineered them that way. 
Yeah, he's pompous as fuck. Does that mean there's a bunch of trans dinosaurs? Is he <clears throat> waiting till they're born? That'd be fucked up. I don't know. Uh, uh, is somebody going out there into the park and uh, lifting up the dinosaurs' skirts? Well, I think they That's a line. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what he's talking about. I was just yeah. being an asshole. But that's early on uh, that just shows life you. Life will find a way. Uh, exactly. You never stop to think if you <laughs> should. <laughs> far but what Ian, I love no. is the horn in that clip. <laughs> <laughs> They're reiterating all the concepts of this movie of like how this whole thing is disaster. Yeah, Malcolm's right the entire movie. You don't realize that as a kid or anything. You just think he's this wacky, eccentric motherfucker. But he's like totally like the most. Yeah, he's warning them the whole correct. time. <laughs> he's right, and then he gets this chaos theory into Ellie's head, and then to Grant. Well, and, and then they're, they point. both are in agreement. Like this is pretty fucked up here, and you know I love dinosaurs, and it's like I'm seeing a dinosaur, so like you can see, yeah, there's just character differences. Where Malcolm's like, you know, I don't study dinosaurs. This is cool as hell to see a dinosaur, but he's not even like worried about that part at all. He's just like he's worried about them playing God. Is basically what yeah. he's worried about. What you call? Uh, what does he say? Creation. I call uh, just rape of the natural night, world. rape of the natural world. That whole line. Yeah, he has lots of good ones. Uh, good pieces of info he mm -hmm. drops. And if you read the books, like they all have the little segments with all his. Don't you see the uh, 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 inherent danger in in what you're doing here? T Rex doesn't want to be fed. It wants to hunt. <laughs> what does he say? You 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 have the power of God, and you wield it like a kid who's found his father's gun. Yeah, that's fucking so <laughs> accurate, though, isn't it? Like, that's a well-written line. So we find out that they meet Muldoon. So this is the second time we meet Muldoon. Only this time he's just, like, fucking casual dick swinging and he comes in swinging, you know? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you see the tip hanging out of those shorts. <laughs> Basically, them some short shorts there. But those socks, though, man, those socks and shorts combo makes up for it. It's lethal. And when it's full-grown. <laughs> I do think <laughs> lethal. <laughs> Seven months. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna oh. go to hell when I die. I'm gonna go to hell when I die. I'm aching over here. Your stomach's okay. really hurting. Yeah, weird. So I poisoned your root beer. Tim is talking Probably. shit. <laughs> Tim is talking shit to Alan Grant. There's this other book by a guy named Backer. It's like this big, and I bet his wasn't fully illustrated. <laughs> like, and Ellie fucking cuts him too. Like, damn. That's your coworker, your peer? You're going to let her cut you like that? You're going to let... No wonder he fucking hates kids. This little smart-ass kid. That's daddy. He made his a children's book, though. And then he's, like, also reading Omni magazine. This this I read an Omni, which is a uh, proton packs that. are on the cover of Omni. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, that actually, that would have been a good Easter egg in this movie, having him have a copy of Omni with the proton pack on it. But... Is it the same universe? It's the same magazine, not universe, though. Oh, and one of my favorite lines in the whole fucking movie is, God help us, we're in the hands of engineers by Ian Malcolm. <laughs> Which is uh, pretty scary. good friend of mine, Joel, uh, was teaching math, and he's like... I think we already are. Yeah, and he's like basically telling me how scared he was about like walking on anything structural like after teaching engineering students math. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks. That's really reassuring. Yeah. Yeah, but I said Tim's creeping on Grant, so. Richard Kiley does an amazing voice. It's bad, no expense. Yeah. He says that like six or seven times in this movie. It's great. 
reoccurring. You don't notice that as a kid. It's kind of mm-hmm. he just slips it in there and it's natural. That's how well he does it. You don't think about expenses when you're a kid. Exactly. You don't really give it's a fuck. Like, when's, when's the next dinosaur scene, pricks? Uh, what do they see first? Uh, Dilophosaurus is one of the first <clears throat> ones. There's a no-show. Then Ian's hitting on Ellie with his uh, water driplets. Yeah. He's got to get um, her all wet, you Because know. small curvatures in the, in, the, in the hand. In the tiny hair. And uh, <laughs> imperfections. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think it's going to go? She's like... That's great. It's hey, great hey, hey, Alan, take a look at this. <laughs> then they get out of there. I'm going to uh, cook Alan. Eventually, might there be dinosaurs on this dinosaur tour? <gasps> Hello? I mean, That's one of my, like, I lose my shit every time when I see that. He's talking shit on this whole park, and yet he still has the audacity to ask where the fucking dinosaurs are. Like, he's curious about Eventually, it. Eventually, you do plan to have dinosaurs on your dinosaur, on your, on your, on your dinosaur tour, right? <laughs> and then he's tapping the camera. <gasps> Hello? And then sl- the slow zoom out of him just like, I, hate I really man. hate that man. I really do hate that man. Uh-huh. I love it. Then the control room is well done. Like, Ray Arnold is way undercredited in this film. His character. Yeah, he's good. I mean, growing up, like, that's the first movie I remember seeing Sam Jackson in. So you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Hold on to your butts, which is his catchphrase. He says it more than once. Also, but, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't drop that in this. No. I'm tired of these motherfucking raptors in this motherfucking dinosaur park. Mm-hmm. One question I have is, though, is how did his arm get severed? His arm's clean off of there. He was doing, um, it's sort of like autoerotic asphyxiation, but where you cut the blood out, circulation off your arm, and he accidentally got carried away. Mm, okay. Actual cause of death. I, I've seen the autopsy, so. <laughs> okay, thanks. I appreciate it. I wrote it. <laughs> I think I say he cuts his arm off and he strangles himself with a severed arm. And that that would work too. Woman inherits the earth. Did you just rip ass? No, slide squeaking his ass on Thank this chair over here. Um, we well, then you get the room. triceratops, the sick triceratops. That is one big pile of shit. Like all these quotable great lines. Mm-hmm. Be sure they, to eat, wash your hands before you eat anything. Do they, this touch, is, do they touch on that again? The sick. No, so here's the thing that pisses me off about this movie that they don't ever tell you. And it's stegosaurs in the book instead of the triceratops. But basically they're saying that the triceratops scoops these rocks up to help with digestion, and that's where those lilac berries were getting in. And it's not in their stomach, so it's not in the feces, because they regurgitate the rocks once they become smooth and no longer help with the digestion process. So they don't explain that in this movie, which makes no sense, because like they hype it all up like it's going to be this big reveal, and then they never fucking tell you the reveal. So unless you've read the book, you have no fucking idea what they're actually talking about. Because hmm. they don't explain why. She just digs through the shit for fun. We know they're toxic, As, but the, the animals, animals don't, don't eat, eat them. them. Yes. <laughs> but it's Are you sent- sure? Pretty Only sure. Only one way to find out. Yeah. They should have went inside the poop pile fully. No, they did a good enough job there, I think. Yeah, I think so. should have walked into it. and then. But in the book, they basically explain that, you know, yeah. they find these pebbles of rocks regurgitated that have been... They, they eat rocks for, for digestion? Yeah, because the rocks help grind the plant matter up. He was oh. just talking about that. No, I know, but I don't. I never heard that. Is that a thing? I don't know. I mean, we don't really know how those dinosaurs digested shit. How would dinosaurs so think of that? They wouldn't. It would be in there, be built into the things. That'd be how they evolved, Nick. 
Unless you think how do you know how to fucking jerk off? Well, I never would have thought to eat a rock as a dinosaur. I don't. I mean, you can't say that. All I'm saying well, is, well, you that get a tingle in your dick. That's you're not a dinosaur. Yeah, you might get a tingle in your stomach. You're like, oh, that rock looks fucking delicious. All I'm saying is that that's an important part of the movie, and they don't ever fucking explain what the hell's going on. <laughs> Booger, get off the fucking camera. You see, you see the goddamn earthquake on camera. It's not the T-Rex. We just had a it's the Booger Rex. On the Richter. The Andy, the Andy Richter, Richter scale. scale. Yeah. <laughs> the Andy Richter scale. No, that's like something. We need to write that into a sketch where yeah. somebody's just so dumb that's what they think it is. The Andy Richter scale. Probably get Andy on is the that show. like when he sits on the couch? Moves it around? I don't think we could get Andy Richter on the podcast, oh, but so. I would definitely love it. He has his own podcast. He's on Conan's podcast network. Oh, does he do the Conan? I haven't listened to that yet. No, po- Conan does his own podcast. Oh, with Andy his, does his, his own. Yeah. Andy has Actually, I think I saw that listed on Spotify now that I think about it. He also hosts Rob Lowe's podcast, like, not Andy Richter, but I mean Conan's podcast network, like, produces that. That's interesting. Well, back to the film. <laughs> so after that, we I'm in a gas-powered Jeep. I can drop her at the visitor center. Cool. So she stays behind. Hmm. Chaos ensues. Oh. Nedry goes berserk. Oh, for greed. Mm-hmm. You know anyone that can bid what I bid for this job? You, you gotta give me ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We gotta go. We gotta go. It's a whole other thing in there. And then the whole MacGuffin of the shaving cream can was just meant to be that like all this work that was worth so much money is just lost. It's not that it was like, oh, it's gonna be found and revived later. It's like all this money was just thrown away because yeah. no one knew what to do, or this is just completely lost. So that yeah, was it would it. die if it's not in the cold. That's the whole yeah. point of the cold canister. It'd yes. be useless without that. Yes, it's not preserved in there. It's basically just completely lost to the financial game. I mean, it's cool to think about, but it's like, nah, now nah, we're That's good. That's not we what don't they intended it. it for, though. Which, I mean, obviously, when you look at it, you you can make other interpretations. So, Nick's playing with toys. <sighs> so and then there's some dinosaurs in the movie. No, I'm just yeah. tired. What the, uh, what the T-Rex scene, man? Oh yeah, we get to the the Tyrannosaurus paddock, and uh, they're coming back and they're stuck. And then obviously, Tim's fucking around, finds obviously the props in this movie are amazing. The the Jeep's iconic, the Explorer's iconic, the night vision goggles are fucking amazing. They put the goat out. Yep, the goat. Mm-hmm. What's the matter, kid? You never had lamb chops? I happen to be a vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Tim has the goggles on and shit. And that fucking leg of I the lamb those. fucking landed on the roof of the car. <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying as a kid. You're like, that's fucking disgusting. Lamb chop. <clears throat> uh, yeah, the sound in this scenes are great. Like the rain dripping on the car, and it's just spooky in general. This scene... Uh, with the T-Rex in the rain looks fucking incredible still because it's a mix of a puppet and CGI and it goes back and forth with both of them. It's mostly the... Yeah, it's mostly the big animatronic puppet. Yeah, that they had to fucking dump rain on. <laughs> Which stopped working. It would have seizures in the rain because of the electronics. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as the Jaws set, but the T-Rex would shake because of that, the water and the shit and the weight of yeah. the water being absorbed into the T-Rex, basically. Yeah. I thought it was alive. 
Yeah, but, well, it did look real as fuck. Yeah, it looked it, creepy as hell, man. Yeah. Very realistic looking. Fucking well done scene, man. I mean, that's still terrifying, that all. Yeah, it's less terrifying, but just more cool to me. It's like a, watching a disaster movie as yeah. opposed to like a horror movie for me. But no, I, I, I enjoy the shit out of it. That scene's, that's like the most iconic scene to the movie. Mm-hmm. That whole T-Rex scene it's and then the obviously the, the, most. the explorer getting stuck in the tree and falling down Wayne's is pretty World. good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even Wayne's World spoofing it, too. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Wayne's World 2, I guess, did that, huh? Yeah. Because so. that's the same year. Yeah, I think they just went over onto that lot and fucking filmed right <laughs> there and used the same assets, probably. Don't know. I don't know. Is that that as... Aren't they Paramount? Wayne's World was. Yeah, so probably not. Well, I mean, they I, still may have been able to rent the I, T-Rex. They, the... No, they didn't have a T-Rex. They, well, they had the, just the... Well, yeah, that, maybe that. Yeah, I think maybe they just the rented scale, the, just the eye or whatever. Just the fucking head piece to do that with, yeah. Hmm. Uh, that's a, an amazing piece of, of movie history right there, though, just that whole scene. And then we kind of shift gears here after this, right? Everyone's he left us. on the run. He left us. But that's not what I'm going to do. When you gotta go, you gotta go. All the quotable fucking shit. And the reluctant... Anti-dad hero has to become the dad hero. Turn the light off. Turn the light off. Yeah, she's fucking done with that flashlight. She's terrified. Turn it off! <laughs> I'm uh, scared of the dinosaur. I'm not no, they're say, fucking hey, idiots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are, yeah. <laughs> Let me continue pointing it up instead of at least just pointing it down. They all right. are, too. I mean, <laughs> Ian has his best intentions, but he almost gets killed, too, right? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Ian, freeze! <laughs> and he gets knocked over there by the uh, toilet. Yeah. And then uh, Gennaro gets eaten. That's one of my favorite fucking death scenes in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. He's like s- putting his hair to the side. Fucking, fucking just eaten. Toilet shack falls down and then he gets eaten off the toilet. Like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis got his ass eaten on the toilet. Maybe. Elvis makes his moment in this film, but that's not it. Uh, uh, uh. You didn't say the magic word. Uh-uh. Uh, uh, uh. They're flocking this way. <laughs> um, what, what's, what, what, what the fuck are we talking about? What scene now? <laughs> I'm, I'm just lost now. Well, well you're got, getting to them. The narrow just got eight on the toilet. Coming oh, back yes, yes, and then. Then they go to look for them, Muldoon and Ellie. Mm-hmm. but that's also kind of when you have that cool scene of the car falling and them avoiding it on the rope and shit. And that scene still, that's that's the one that looks, I mean, if you're really looking at it close up, and I imagine if you had it on Blu-ray, it would look a little, uh, but it still looks pretty good. It's practical, so if you're not paying not attention all to that. Yeah. I HBO maxed it on the big screen last night. It looked pretty good. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, some of it's, it's CG at I some point, my like a completely CG car at one point. So yeah. yeah, there's a couple, It's it's a good mix though. Like when it run, runs right past them at CG because they're not about to fucking do that, even though they're stunt people. But mm-hmm. you can see um, they did replace stunt actors' faces in this. Have you seen that behind the scenes? Mm-hmm. There's a scene where they show the big one, the little girl, Lexi yeah, is, yeah Lexi hanging there, hangs, and they just show the st- the stunt actor's face, and they replaced her face. They probably didn't do it a bunch more than like that, maybe one or two other occasions. I thought, well, that's a direct on shot, and that's also like when he has oh, to they grab did a CGI yeah. face her up in there back then. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, it's a brief action shot, so it's a little shaky, too. I so do I mean, really uh, like the Muldoon and 
Ellie out there, though. She's just like, I'm coming with you. This is fucked. And then, uh, I like how the first thing you hear from Malcolm is like this weird, like, uh, uh <laughs> like you just hear him like moaning. Yeah, he's moaning. over there fucking moaning. Uh, it sounds like a ghost moan, though. The other, it's the other car. The other car. They go down there too, which is crazy. Doctor Grant. And then they basically see that they've walked away, and then you go over to uh, Grant and them, and they're he's washing his face off in the the stream. Face uh-huh. off. That's a great movie. <laughs> yes, it is. I actually just uh, watched it recently. <clears throat> There's so many talking about making a remake or something. I'm, who are you going to put in it these days? <laughs> Do the same actors. Right, let's get back on track to this. I don't want to talk about fucking face off while we're reviewing Jurassic Park. I do. Fuck that. <laughs> They're so similar. We could do uh, do dead people. You could take their faces off pretty easily. Sean Connery, he's dead. <laughs> sure, his face is still around. Sean Connery and then another James Bond, like Roger Moore. Fuck it. There you go. Face off. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to make a. <laughs> you know what? Is there a porn parody of Face Off called Cock Off? <laughs> or Dick Off? Facial Off. <laughs> We're going to trade penises. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> you have to trade penises. And <laughs> they, You know, that's fucked, fucked up is. They must have the same. Their penises have to look very similar because their fucking whole body shape and well, no, their penis very specifically though. though, and their bodies. But and face off, their bodies are completely. Well, different. listen, like like Cage John Travolta's like the good guy. He's the cop skinny. who's giving his face swapped with Nicolas Cage, who's the villain. Right, that's the plot. Yeah. Right, but when Nicolas Cage's character, the evil guy, gets John Travolta's face, he goes and fucks John Travolta's wife. Yeah, but they have completely different bodies, too. Is what I'm saying. And dicks. Right. <laughs> what if one was cut like he grew a foreskin? And she's like, ooh. You have foreskin now? What the fuck is this? Where did this come from? I didn't think about that when they wrote the movie. Or, like, what if it <laughs> think was... that'll much, be on the tour? What if it was just much smaller and she was just like, what? What happened? Like, no. Like, if it was bigger, it'd obviously be probably be like... Well, then she might think okay. it's not fully hard, but if it's, like, bigger than normal... Well, it like, would ooh. look... What if it was just different colored, man? I feel like... You know how there's different colored fleshy cocks, so... Yeah, like warts on it. What if you had a Prince Albert? <laughs> Just like you, you got a Prince Albert. Would you do that? On lunch? <laughs> lunch if you had one ball? <laughs> or three? Yeah, testicular cancer. Yeah. What if he had a tattoo on his dick? <laughs> Alec has highest balls right now. <laughs> I don't feel like normally you'd entertain it to this level. Why not? He loves face-off. He just watched it. Yeah, I, I do love face-off. <laughs> John Woo, man. Good shit. Right, where were we? Jurassic Kark. 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 Well, I think that's extinct. <laughs> no, the ending in this movie is amazing, but the, you get the whole raptor sequence after you get a few more T-Rex encounters, and then the electrical fence is just as fucking frightening as any of the engineered dinosaurs. I really like the T-Rex chase scene when uh, they're in the Jeep. Must go faster, all that. Yeah. Which is also repeated in Independence Day by Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which confused me as a kid because I would see one and see the other and be like, which, I don't even remember which yeah. one it's from now, every time I saw the other one. You did Leo DiCaprio? No, because I would think, 
I didn't realize it was in both as a kid. I thought it was only in one of them. So every time I watched one of them, I'd be like, okay, get this, it is, confused this the is the one that it's in. Okay, okay, I know now. And then I'd watch it and be like, wait, no. I swear to God, it was in the other one. <laughs> didn't realize it was just them doing a Goldblumy thing. Yeah, or Goldblum just improvising. Yeah. It's weird to think they're only like three years apart. They're close. Yeah. They're super close. Yeah. Jurassic Park is knocking on the back door. Close. Mm-hmm. Well, then we get the whole Dennis Nedry going in and stealing the embryos, which is a good scene. Because you get to see some of the behind-the-scenes science shit in there, which is actually compelling. Mm-hmm. Goes through and gets all 15 species. I love it. He gets in the fucking Jeep, right? And he's driving the Jeep. We drive like a and he hits man. the fucking sign. Gets up, <laughs> puts it up. <laughs> realizes that he fixed it and doesn't know which way it actually like, goes. And then just spins it. It's like a Looney Tunes thing. Yeah, it it's is. amazing. Well, then he's like trying to defog his glasses. So his glasses are fogged and the fucking windshield's fogged from the rain, which is great because anyone that's fucking dealt with that, right? It sucks. Yep. And then he uh, runs in oh, to the Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus, which too. is back in Dominion. Ooh. Hasn't been seen since oh. this movie. Nope. And it's one of my favorites. Regardless of its inaccuracies, I don't give a fuck about that, because they're obviously genetic mutations anyway. They're yeah, I was going to say, there's so. nothing accurate about these, because they used frog DNA in there. So whatever the fuck else happened, happened. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> I love the Dilophosaurus. I love how it's like cute at first and it's like luring his ass in. It's like, well, what you got to offer me? I don't know. I might not kill you, but I'm probably going to kill you and eat you. Yeah, it does because the shape of its head, the way it's bobbing, it's like smaller dinosaur, right? It's like, oh, you're not as bad as your big brothers. <laughs> yeah, see the stick? Fetch a stick. Stick, stupid. But then he insults him, yeah. I got the Dennis Nedry and uh, Dilophosaurus 2-pack and he comes with the stick and it looks just like the stick. It's shaped mm-hmm. like it. It's perfect. Yeah. Like a stick? Yeah. Like the stick, because it has a little two-part that breaks on the end. A branch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love when he's like, it's fucking scary as hell, because he, he's been, squ- he's he shoots him once, right? And then he climbs, and he's climbing, and he's fucking screaming. Yeah! And then he gets inside, <laughs> and he's wiping it off or whatever, and then he's like, breathes or whatever, and he looks over... And it's it's like a fucking comedy bit. The, <laughs> the goddamn dinosaurs just like staring at him, like, "Hey, buddy!" And it starts doing the noise and the thing, and then you just hear the screaming, and it shakes, and it just shows from the outside. The fucking sound design's great, and then him God, just tripping so up the up, <laughs> him tripping up the hill and dropping the can and everything. It's yep. a very great scene. Broke his glasses and shit, or lost them. So you get you get a good mixture of dinosaurs in here that are actually killing people, which is nice. Well, right. some of them too. Like, are, they're clearly all of them are dangerous in some capacity to another. Like, even the the Gallimimus almost trample them just because they're mm-hmm. fucking doing their shit. Well, and Richard Kiley tells you exactly what's going to happen with the Dilophosaurus. You just don't know until later on that that venom that it spits is toxic and po- you know. Yeah. And I love how they say it basically burns and causes paralysis and blindness. So, Fucked up. Like so, it clearly hurts him. And uh, then the kids and Alan. They sleep and they get skeeted on by the Brachiosaurus. <laughs> yeah. Veggiesaurus Rex. Oh, my God. Some of those lines are cringeworthy, but, like, they just. Yeah. 
children are kind of cringy, so it happens. Yeah, that's true. It works. Um, yeah, that scene's interesting, and then uh, he throws his raptor claw. He's like, fuck dinosaurs. Yeah, he's <laughs> giving up on it. Yeah, he's over it. And he grabs a machine gun. Yeah, and then he burns the whole island down, and there were no sequels. Oh, wait, that's what happened at the end of the book. They burn the island down, the Costa Rican government yeah. does. That's why they had to come up with Site B for the second movie. Mm-hmm. Like an airstrike? Yes. They fucking napalm the entire island. That's great. Uh, then we get to see Muldoon be the, not the badass that we think he is when he helps Ellie go turn the lights on. We get all the tension of the computers going off and on. That's a good setup. <sighs> yeah, you get all the... the the bunker scene, right? So if you look and at you the... And you get the Goldblum laying out, too. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, uh, look above you. There's going to be some... Uh, there should be some piping. Uh, you're going to follow that. <laughs> yeah. Then you get the whole gender semantics. Uh, well, shouldn't I be going because I'm a... And you're a... She's like, we'll talk about gender and surviving. Yeah, yeah. later or some shit. Uh, that's a good, good one. I like... He tells her to go because he's got it. Um, but then we see, as Grant says in the beginning of the movie, explains how the raptors hunt. Exactly. We see the exact Everything thing. is, like, foreshadowed in this, and then when it happens, like, you're surprised even though you fucking know it's going to happen. Yeah. But they tell you how raptors hunt. Yeah, but that's not when the attack comes from the front, but from the side. Clever girl. That's exactly how Muldoon goes out. Clever girl. Which Muldoon doesn't die in the book. Hammond does. Hammond gets killed by the junior T-Rex that we never see in this the book. book. I can't read it now. You need to read it now. You're not going to remember uh, this. You're not even barely listening to me, you I son of a too. bitch. Na- they napalmed the island. Hammond sits on a wine bottle in the book. <laughs> Shaped like a velociraptor <laughs> cock. <laughs> it's a bad dragon of mm-hmm. velociraptors. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you get to this final sequence where you get all the raptors. The raptors in the kitchen's a great scene. Yep, I like the toe tapping, the door opening. Mm-hmm. I do that shit, like uh, to people's doors and shit. I walk up and <laughs> just snarl on the, on the yeah. glass and breathe on it. <sighs> you can barely see my face and breathe on it, and then look down and open the door. It's <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, that's uh, raptors are great in this. Um, and then they're they're all back together. Mm-hmm. Together. Uh the computer hacking bullshit. Yeah, nineties movies. That's a weak that's one of the few weak things in this movie is that computer hacking sequence, but it's a movie, so Yeah, and it's interesting. Movies, I'm in. Movies never do hacking very well. I know this. This is a Unix system. Okay, great, thanks. Does that mean it has no balls? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Unix a Unix system. They chopped him off so it could keep its falsetto voice. <laughs> so it could still be a soprano. Like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Only that may have happened. Exactly. His dad was a monster. That's why I said it. Which in turn made him kind of a monster. So now we're talking Michael Jackson. <laughs> Nick's like, no. There was a hair on my microphone. Oh, yes, the one I used to mic up my butt when I'm sliding stuff in it. You know, you get that extra sloppiness in this. Well, you also get the uh, birds flying away from the island as they're on the helicopter and get out of there. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Yeah. 
this soft call music. One thing that's underrated about this movie is that Hammond just shows up around front with fucking Ian and the Jeep are ready to go and they're all loaded up and ready. And you're like, you couldn't have done this a little while ago? Right. But the raptor scene, like where the Rex kind of takes care of the raptors, it's a good scene. You know, it just shows animals fighting animals, which I think works well. Yeah. It's crazy to think that we've gone from this level of straightforward, serious story. Like, most of the dialogue's based at adults talking about the ethics involved of playing God and all the shit, and all the stuff's foreshadowed at, and none of the sequels are ever able to replicate that level of seriousness to them or that level of quality of dialogue. Even The Lost World has just changed so much from the book that you lose some of that. Yeah. I feel that. So... But, I mean, this is one of the best movies. Yeah. I'm yawning because I'm just tired and high, but yeah, it's, it's, it's real good. it's almost 1 a.m. here. It's very uh It's a classic, that's enjoyable. for sure. I love it. Well, that has been episode 100 of the Frog Brothers Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah. Here, I'm going to give you some uh, information. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Frog Brothers Podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it if you could like and subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. And if you're listening on the audio feed on Spotify or Apple or Twitter or wherever you listen, tell your friends and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube at youtube.com slash thefrogbros. Hit us up on Instagram at frogbrospodcast, on Twitter at bros underscore frog, on TikTok at frogbrospodcast, and follow us on Facebook. Join our Facebook group, Frog Bros Video, by searching just that, Frog Bros Video. Hit request to join and you'll be approved. We have shirts available. The link is in our Instagram bio and below in the description. And you can find stickers on Etsy at Frog Rose, all one word. Additionally, if you'd like to give us a call and leave a voicemail soon, our Patreon will be live and we'll be posting monthly responses and reactions to the voicemails. Dial 816-832-5388.